That's the trailer for Secrets of the Land, the newest TV series from award-winning Canadian documentary filmmaker Egal Hecht. It's out now just in time for Passover and Easter. Hecht takes us on an archaeological tour of some of the most important excavation sites in Israel, from the tunnels under the Western Wall in Jerusalem to the hilltops of Shiloh, the ancient center of religious life where the Israelites kept the Ark of the Covenant, and even the Timna Valley near Eilat, which some consider as King Solomon's copper mines. Hecht follows world-renowned archaeologists, both Jewish and not, as they dig out hidden rooms, they excavate altars, and they find fragments of pottery, and yes, even donkey dung, and then they use modern science to shed light on whether the stories in the Bible are true or not. It's no surprise the archaeologists themselves don't always agree on what's been found. After all, so many different nations and peoples have lived and ruled where modern Israel is, and like everything else in the Middle East, it's complicated. It can also be very political. Take Shiloh, for instance. It's on land that the IDF captured from Jordan in the Six-Day War in 1967. Some call the area the Occupied West Bank, but Heck calls it by its biblical name, Samaria, as in Judea and Samaria, the term preferred by people who feel Israel should annex the area completely. The ancient city of Shiloh plays a major historical part in the Jewish people's unbreakable connection to the Holy Land. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. Egal Hecht was born in Israel and raised in Toronto. He's got about 50 films and TV shows to his credit, mostly Jewish-themed, and he's been a contributor to the CJN for years. He filmed this new series in Israel during the height of the pandemic, partly because they could work outdoors safely at the excavation sites. His crew got unprecedented access to places that ordinary tourists can't easily visit, so if you like Indiana Jones-type history shows, this is a good reason to watch it. The episodes are being aired in Canada by Yes TV every Wednesday night. It's a station owned by a Christian religious network, and maybe that's why the series begins following Scott Stripling, an exuberant pastor from a Texas Bible college who's also a trained archaeologist. Stripling has spent every summer in Shiloh for years. When God himself described Shiloh, here's what he said where I first caused my name to dwell. Jeremiah 7.12 is very clear. The Mishkan was here for three centuries. The Ark of the Covenant was here. Inside the Ark of the Covenant are the Ten Commandments of the Law. This is the foundation of Western civilization. Hecht is well aware of the reaction his series might get. And coming up, he'll be here to explain how his show is launching at a time when modern Israel is in turmoil, not just over the country's past, but about its future, too. That's right after this message. During World War II, the Nazis began a little-known program of extermination for their own children. In Peter Klenot's new mystery thriller, The Unwanted, 14-year-old Hannah Ziegler is being driven by her grandfather and her psychiatrist to a euthanasia center. 16-year-old Silky Hartenstein graces the cover of Nazi propaganda magazines. Avi Kreisler is a Munich police detective rounded up for Dachau. And a patrician father hopes his son, David McAuliffe, will be elected the first Catholic president of the United States. In The Unwanted, in the aftermath of war, revenge brings these four people together in ways unimaginable. The Unwanted. Do not skip to the last page. Find it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. 
So joining me now is Egal Hecht. Welcome to the CJN Daily. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Let's go back before we get into the, the episodes. Tell me about the name. Secrets of the Land is basically, originally it was supposed to be called Secrets of the Holy Land, but we kind of dropped the Holy Land part too long for a title. So we kind of focused on Secrets of the Land, and that's what it is. It, it really takes you about on a journey of archaeology. So it's it's how archaeology is using science to prove or disprove the Bible or certain elements within the Bible. It's not so much, it's not a biblical show by any means. It's a very much a scientific and a history-based show. We want to take the viewer on a journey into the excavation. We want to sort of see the behind the scene, the dirty uh, job it is, you know, a lot of sand, a lot of digging very carefully, and how a piece of pottery uh, from 2,000 years ago can basically reveal so much about the people who lived at that time. Uh, or how, one of my favorite things is um, they find grape seeds in donkey dong or poo. And uh, first of all, because I'm a bit immature, it made me laugh that I can talk about poo for about three and a half minutes on TV. That really made me laugh and made me feel great about it. Uh, but it's almost like Jurassic Park, you know, they t so they take these um, grape seeds that the donkey ate and then pooed and, and they find it in the desert perfectly uh, kept and then they're using these to first understand what people ate and how, you know how this food got there because it's not native to that area for example but also to create wine you know from 2000 years ago and that's unbelievable so to me that's fascinating and I'm sure there's, I don't really know if there's been shows that sort of take you on the behind the scenes. Usually they take you to the location and they talk about the biblical aspect of it, the biblical element, but not about the, the archaeological, the excavation work that's being done and how things are sorted and how things are, are found out and what, what does a piece of um, a rock uh, with minerals in it tell us about how people lived 2,000 years ago, and why is it important to understand that, especially within the context of, of uh, history and, and Judaism and, and the current state of Israel and things along those lines. So all of that plays a role um, in archaeology. And to me, uh, that's a very fascinating topic, and that's why I wanted to do it. I want to take you to the first episode. Why did you start with Shiloh? So why not start with Jerusalem, which is like Right, because everybody starts with Jerusalem, and that's what you expect. We honestly made a conscious choice to film outside of Jerusalem. Obviously, Jerusalem is in, in the program, and we have two episodes in Jerusalem. We go to the city of David, and then we also go to Gethsemane, Gethsemane and uh, Tower of David, and Kotel Tunnels, which still, the places we went to, uh, at least for half of the episode, still hasn't been revealed to the public, which was really amazing you know, to have that. So... Jerusalem is always explored, and, and it should, and it should be explored for many, many reasons. But I, I made a conscious choice to kind of try and film this all over Israel, including Judea and Samaria. And we have a number of episodes in Judea and Samaria. And I know that using the terminology Judea and Samaria might upset some people, but from a historical, factual basis, it is Judea and Samaria. At the time that we're talking about in terms of the history and the stories that are unravel and um, uh, archaeological finds in that area, they're finding it's, it's talking about Judea and Samaria. So saying Judea and Samaria might 
be considered political by some people. Totally. And, you know, that's that's their right. I don't see it as such. I say that if we're talking in terms of a historical context, it is Judea and Samaria. And so Shiloh, Shiloh, has the biggest excavation in all in all of Israel. And let me let me just stop you for a sec because you you talked about Judea and Samaria. So the the main thing that struck me when I was watching those first episodes about Shiloh is that unbreakable connection of the Jewish people to the Holy Land. When you put that out there in this time, yeah. what was the purpose? What was what impact do you hope this does? I want people to see things from a historical factual basis. It, we're not doing a political show. This is not a political Everything show. Everything is political, though, at this in the Middle right. East, right? You know that better than most people. Everything is political in the Middle East, and people can interpret it any way they want. From my perspective, the way I wanted to do the show, I wanted to basically look at the historical and factual, very important, underlined here, factual basis of our, from an archaeological, archaeological standpoint. And so if people want to get upset because they are denying facts that's that's on them that's not on me uh, and i'm not trying to be coy here and i'm not trying to be uh you know sarcastic here but from an archaeological perspective we can prove and this is what this excavation and other excavations do from an archaeological perspective we can prove that there's always been jewish history there israelite history there because shiloh is controversial because they, people say that the village the israeli village was taken from stolen Palestinian land. There's that whole point to be put out there. And that's why that area is contested for the tourism, too. The Palestinian side doesn't like it. Right. And But, you know, the communities that live in Shiloh have been living there for... Since the 70s. And they yeah. And, and, and the tourist side has been there for a while. And um, Well, the tunnels also, uh, those are very controversial as well, right? Uh, depending on your political perspective, um, you know, at the end of the day, Jerusalem is Israel's capital. And the excavation that's being done there it's not being done to to prove that this is the jewish uh, you know the jewish capital for now and forever no it's it's done to to showcase to try and unearth and and understand what happened there in the past because some people approach archaeology in israel as take the bible as a blueprint mm -hmm. and find that it's true prove it Right. And some Israeli archaeologists go the other way around. Yeah. They look at it from science and from radiocarbon dating, and then they go, oh, hey, this is cool. Look, the Bible says that too. So there's two different ways to approach it. it. Or they disprove it. But they don't yeah. take the Bible as, quote, gospel. No pun, well, no pun intended, like right. some of the Christian evangelical pastors do. Are there other approaches, or those are the two that from all the series? I think, I think from the people that we interviewed, those are mainly the three approaches. The one that take the Bible as literal. The one that use facts and, and science to try and prove certain things, not all things, right? Because not all things can be proven. And then the third one is revisionist or people who say, well, this is not true because X, Y, and, you know, they do it on their end. Now, we, uh, not being a scholar myself, you know, not, I'm not going to even pretend that I am. I'm there to learn. I'm there to present what they believe. And if I know something, I'll push a little bit back. But overall, you know, this is this, this is basically showcasing their excavation, what they've found, and 
you know, if somebody wants to debate, they can go online and debate with them afterwards. What I was fa fascinated about, for example, in the Timna area, which maybe people have been there in terms of tourism in Israel, I've never been there. There's a lot of controversy in, in archaeology about whether were, were, were these really King Solomon's mines or is it a myth? Are you also busting myths, for example, in this series? If the archaeologist busts a myth, then we're busting the myth. And if he, if he or she do not, then we don't. Uh, Erez Ben Yosef, the amazing archaeologist in Timna, is challenging and, and revolutionizing the, the archaeological world. And he's getting a lot of pushback. But, you know, he is, he is of the belief that these possibly were King Solomon's mines, which sort of uh, busts the myth that they weren't. That they were Egyptian or what have you. Yeah, yeah, and so, and he proves it through uh, through carbon dating and things along those lines. To me, uh, if the uh, archaeologist says, then we, we showcase it. We also, I think, within the uh, episode, talk about the controversy itself as well. So obviously, we're not just going to let it go and not mention that there is a, another belief of that. Yeah, same thing with the Tower of David. Tower of David. Whether that was a big deal. Like, why would people want to have a water tower and right. conquer the city if it wasn't a valuable place to conquer? If it was just two tents in the desert, then why would they have this? So there's a lot of questions, which I found really, really interesting. And, and they keep finding new things, and the story keeps changing. And what was true 20 or 30 years ago, today with science, they're really able to test out. Any archaeological dig that you've ever been on, I've been on one in Israel too. It's bloody, bloody hot. How did you navigate that? Uh, we wore hats. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And I definitely got sunstroke uh, a couple of times. The head started hurting after the shoot. I guess in the tunnels under the wall, Western Wall, it was nice and cold. The tunnels were great, except for that the... That you killed yourself. Oh, I'm, you I'm, fell. Tell us about I that. I fell. So we're we're filming in the tunnels. Very excited. And then the, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name. He tells me, um, do you want to come and see a room, a 2,000-year-old room that we just sort of found? And I'm like, of course. I mean, who wouldn't? And it's like a little hole in the wall, right? That's, those were the luxurious rooms of Jerusalem back in the day. So we walk in, and it's pitch, pitch dark. So the only light, I, and it's, you know, it's very small, so only myself and him can go in there. So, and the only light I have is from my phone. So on the one hand, I'm holding my gimbal, my DJI gimbal, with my camera on. And the other hand, yeah, and on the other hand, I'm holding the phone. Uh, and, and I'm starting to walk. And so, you could sue them. <laughs> yes, I should. I wonder who built it. Uh, and so I, I take a step and I miss the stairs. And you see it in the episode. I fall. Like, I fall really bad. But again, drilling kicks in. I don't notice anything. I pick up the camera. I keep filming because you have to. Then I go out. And what you don't see is my entire elbow was so bloody. And there wasn't a first aid kit. The only thing they had was... Um, uh, hand sanitizer. And then I took some uh, tissue paper and I just pressed it because it was really bloody and I wanted to. And and then that was that was great. So you still have the scar to show. I still have a little scar there. Are, is the show proving only Jewish stories or do they touch on other religion stories? Obviously, we, we look at Christian history as well. And I think in season two, uh, we're looking at something from the... 12th or 13th century that has to do with uh, Muslim history. So we are looking at other faiths. There's a lot about the relationship between, especially up in the north, between the kingdom of Israel and maybe uh, other tribes that were there. Uh, with Timna, for example, it's about nomads. Uh, nomads less so much about about 
you know, the tribes of Israel. It then obviously morphs itself into the episode about King David and King Solomon as well. But the Jewish-specific episodes, let's say, quote-unquote, are Shiloh and Jerusalem. The rest are about uh, people who live there, but some of them were Jews, some of them were non-Jews, some of them, you know, and so we kind of focus on that. I really appreciate you spending the time to uh, give us the intro to Secrets of the Land. We'll put the links, and great to see you again. Thank you for being on the CJ and My pleasure. Thank you. That's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Susan Silverman in Markham, Ontario. She liked our interview with Rabbi Korobkin on how Canadian Jews should not publicly criticize Israel. And speaking of which, why not tune in today, Thursday, March 23rd, at noon Eastern Time. I'll be moderating a panel on the situation in Israel right now. It's been put together by CJA, the Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs. And I'll emcee conversations with three expert guests. They're Ottawa U law professor Adam Dodek and two prominent Israeli leaders, Fleur Hassan Nahum, she's deputy mayor of Jerusalem, and Haviv Redigur, he's a senior analyst with the Times of Israel. They'll have the latest developments and what diaspora Jews should know if they want to make their voices heard effectively in the corridors of power in Israel. You'll be able to ask questions too. And the link to register for the Zoom is in our show notes, or you can just watch it live on CJ's Facebook page. Thanks for listening to the CJN Daily. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.